Welcome everyone to the Boss Lady Speaks. I am super excited to have you today and the guest on the pod today, which is Peter Hook. And Peter, you are a journalist with a specialty within transports and logistics. And uh, you have about 200,000 readers a month, you know, on your outlets and as a journalist in this field. And you might wonder, and you listeners might wonder, why am I talking about transport and logistics? I had Kevin Kvi-Blood on not too long ago, who is the founder of Urbit, which is the last mile solution, according to him, uh, to decrease pollution, etc. And we'll talk more about that. But here's another, you know, figure in transport and logistics. And why am I hammering on about the subject? I am because it matters to all of us. For example, you know, Amazon is still the most valued company on the planet right now. What do they do? Transport and logistics. Uh, I just tried to order something yesterday and it literally said on the website of the vendor that I was trying to order from, due to circumstances in China right now, we cannot guarantee delivery times. So this is a huge, huge issue and field, and it, it's becoming increasingly important with uh, the climate, uh, attention on climate, etc. So I'm going to stop talking now, but I wanted to provide a bit of context for why we're talking today. So I, Peter, I'm going to start by asking you, how come you think there's such interest in your articles? Like 200,000 readers, that's a nice size audience. So... Tell me, like, why do you think people care? Uh, I think it is because that transportation once was something quite else. Uh, it was a guy driving a lorry, uh, distributing packages uh, and, and goods and things like that. Today, logistics and transportation are so uh, interconnected in the society. So we can't talk about logistics as, as a separate thing. It, 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 is, it is involving every part of society today. And as yeah. you said, the coronavirus is, is a very good example that make us think about these things that that normally works fantastic. Yeah. The, the, I mean, to get a, a parcel from from China, actually you can order something in China. They have it made, and you can have it in your mailbox the next day. That's something extraordinary that we actually don't think about every day. But but it is. It is a fantastic thing. And why? And what are the? Here you are. You you are as you write about it. You also read up on it, and you know the latest of the latest. What are some challenges we're facing right now inside of transports and logistics, other than the coronavirus outbreak in China? Overall, what, what hurdles are we heading into? The thing is that all the transportation is due to computers actually as, as many other things right and uh, when it is like this the, the 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 more sophisticated the systems are the more vulnerable are they 
you you can't we live in a in a in a time where where everything changes all the time and the more sophisticated the more vulnerable and uh the more <laughs> at the same time we are also more dependent on that system's work What's, what's, the, what's the most vulnerable link if it mostly involves you know, computers? What is something predictable that could, could just mess up the whole chain? Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy myself now and then with, with, with thoughts as if what. I think that's something that everybody should do. If what. So, for example, if there was no electricity, Think about that. And I mean, electricity as we use it today, it's just a couple of hundred years old. But now we are so dependent on electricity. Um, the systems themselves, the, 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 the computer systems, really don't fail. They don't. There are other things around these systems that fail. Like what? That, what fails like, like the coronavirus. Yeah. It, uh, it, it's unpredictable. Uh, at first, when we read the news about the coronavirus, we think about the uh, medical implications of the, of, of the virus, how it spreads and things. Now, as it goes on, for instance, industries in China that are dependent on supplies, little things, I mean a little sensor that comes from some manufacturer in, in Europe can't reach uh, uh, this, this uh, plant. Yeah. And a little, little thing makes the whole production to stop. It right. Goes, yeah. And so it's not the, the big views, it's not the big things, it's these little things right. that can go wrong. Uh, and, it, it, and they and, do. And they do. Right? They, do. they do, yeah. It's okay. something, yeah. So you know, I, I live in an ultra smart house, like ultra modern house. And we, we were out, uh, electricity was down for maybe 36 hours. We realized we don't have any water. We can't flush the toilet. It got, we realized we can't open the front door. Hmm? That was cr a crazy, crazy realization of yeah. that we are hmm. useless. Yes. And, you know, it, the, 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 the thing with electricity is one thing, but there are hundreds and hundreds of little things that could stop this supply change that we are so used to, you, you lift the phone and you order uh, pizza. Right. And uh, 20 minutes later, there is a, 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 the, the doorbell rings, right? Right, right. Yeah. right. So, Gluten-free with extra rucola and hold this to the side, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And bring a card for my grandma and it's yeah. all there. Right? Yeah, all there. yeah, yeah. So actually, what I want to say is that you can't, uh, separate transport and logistics from from the society. It's so right. in, in inter 
so involved in every part of society. Not to talk so, about the uh, environmental things, which right. come. Uh, so today, when you order something, you also order from somebody who who tells you that they, they don't. They are fossil free. Yeah. Uh, you don't order something from 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 a diesel truck you order from somebody who d- delivers with care of nature mm-hmm. yeah so that's another aspect of of, of this <laughs> my philosophy that uh, transportation is so integrated in 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 our society but let me uh, ask you this then so so are you are you then effectively the acting nostradamus of uh, transports and logistics like is this do you do you do you tell your readers like this is what's going to happen in the next five years ten years and should we all be preppers do we all need to have a generator in the in the closet in case you know like what do you what do you tell them what do you tell your readers no i i tell my readers that we are living in 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 a uh, in an era of uncertainty, you, you, we never know. And be prepared, I would say, be, be prepared. Mm-hmm. And as I said, electricity is quite a new thing. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like uh, printing technology. Books are relatively new things. So if you, if you use this kind of thinking, you, you, you say, okay, um, uh, here we are in the modern society. Just a couple of hundred years ago, they managed without this. Mm-hmm. Have you taught your children how to make fire? Mm-hmm. Seriously, with, like, without, like on that level, do you actually think that people should have a backup plan in case these systems fail? Yes, not a backup plan as, uh, as um, uh, you know, these people who are building um, um, atomic bombs safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not that one. You have yeah. to have the, the, mental, the, the mental status of what to do when things go wrong. Yeah. I, you might have to go down to the pizza shop yourself and collect the pizza. That's an, Imagine that's that. <laughs> that's an alternative that you have to have uh, uh, in your mind all the time. Right. Wow. That, that's crazy because, you know, I just went to a lecture with Anders Hansen who wrote The, the Real Happy Pill. Yes. And, he, and he talked about how the reason why we love lying on the couch and order pizza, you know, order in and not walk and get exercise and get to the store is because our brains haven't changed in 10,000 years and our bodies and brains still celebrate the fact that we're saving calories. Like good, eat junk. You're saving calories. You won't starve. Good. Don't move. And, and here we are, we might be faced with having to, you know, walk and go fetch and, you know, not have any of these amenities we've gotten used to. But tell me if there, is there any particular, industry or 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 field let's call it uh of work today that if systems went down they would be the first to go like you're saying that that 
is it, is it manufacturing? Is it the ones that can't get the little sensors? Who is it? When a little thing fails, everything will fail. It, it, it's implication everywhere in the society. It's right. not one thing. It's all over our environment changes with small failures because right, right. the systems are so complex. They are so complex. Why talking about transportation, transportation of information, how come banks now and then their, their system goes down? You can't pay. If you don't have cash, what, what would you do? We well, have to just go and pay with half a chicken, like we used to. Exactly. <laughs> and, exactly. And this is, what, this is what, what is happening now, that transportation companies, they start to ask your neighbor, if you are not, if, uh, if uh, the receiver is not at home, can we leave the package at the neighbor? The next, the next thing is, why should you use the transportation company? Why don't you use your neighbor all the time? Your neighbor is driving his or her car to a certain place every day. So, and how many millions and billion cars are there going back and forth? Right. Almost empty. So why don't we use that? Why don't you set up an app? Take my, take my parcel from here to there. There is no lack of, of, of transportation uh, facilities. Mm-hmm. On the contrary, there are enormous, um, enormous resources that are, that are not used and could be used in a case where the normal system doesn't work. So why, why don't we use it? Why are these cars going half Because forward? transportation is some, some of the, the, the less developed, uh, what do you say, facilities mm-hmm. on earth. They are so conservative, you can't believe it. They are, actually, they are actually the man I talked about in the beginning, the man with the truck. Wow. That's their thinking. That's how they think. That's how things are done. And then... They have to, of course, be smarter and use, uh, use computers and data and things like that. But in their mind, they are still what we in Swedish call åkare. Right. Yeah, that's it. So there is a hype now with, with uh, railroad and tra- t- uh, trains. Mm-hmm. People go from, from at, at least in short distances, they go from uh, flying to, to take the train. Yeah. Very good. So why are trains for, for transportation uh, separated from trains that are transporting goods? Mm-hmm. Why, why don't they do this together the train that transports goods they are slow and they are often trans- transporting like iron and, and, and heavy goods and timber and things like that 
that are not really so so it's not so important time is not so important when you when you um, when you transport industrial things matter mm-hmm. right. so there is there is lots and lots and lots of capacities that are for transportation that are not used mm-hmm. this is something for for the people at amazon and uh, other places to look a little further uh, look out for new ways of transportation absolutely absolutely so and what can the what can the common man do in terms of affecting change in a good way first of all how can we mentally prepare like you said we need to how can we mentally prepare and what what would you like to see people do a very good thing is think about the alternative of transportation how can i get this thing the pizza or whatever in a good and nice way to take responsibility for how you transport things not only environmentally but in in many ways personally the the guy <laughs> that delivers the pizza is is he paid all right is he uh, does he has um, have um, uh, good employment uh, do they care about his or her security and things like that mm-hmm. so there are many many small things that uh, we can do all the time for the effectiveness of transportation absolutely So why do you think people are so interested in reading your articles about it? Because the changes in transportation and logistics right now are enormous. They are they they, they this is really a, a time of of change. I mean you're talking about the last mile. Yeah. And what happens with last mile is that Uh, the transportation business uh, did work very very well until the last mile mm-hmm. and then they thought that they could cope with the last mile with with as they used to do with the with one solution and of course it didn't work i mean right. today it goes from delivery robots as you might have seen uh, really nice uh, guys with four legs and they knock the door and they deliver mm-hmm. uh, with drones with there is such a diversity in the last mile delivery and the, the absolutely last that's the that's the pizza guy on on a bike yeah. which ha, which has been in some cases of course the most efficient way of of uh, distributing in uh, in cities because the cities are so so crowded with cars and uh, yeah it doesn't work so it, it it goes from from the robots to people that distribute things going by on foot more or less yeah taking the, the taking the subway right So there is an enormous diversity now and and all the the big companies like DHL and uh, whoever 
are inventing new ways all the time, all the time, all the time. I still don't have seen the, the neighbor idea yet, but right. it will come. It, I'm absolutely sure it will come. Uh, hi, it's DHL. We, we know that you are going from your, your work next to our, to our shop. Uh, uh, and can you bring a parcel to your neighbor? We will pay you. Right. Why not? Right. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, I, but I also read, I, I, I read um, an article about secondhand shopping. And the secondhand, you know, purveyor said that, yeah, you know, of course it's better that if you buy secondhand uh, than buying retail and buying all new. But they also said something interesting, which obviously doesn't really quite work for their business, but they said it anyway. They said, but the best thing to do is don't shop at all. <laughs> of course. Right? But, but uh, there is an interesting, uh, interesting part in this because uh, they, they started to try to uh, reuse textile fibers, which is not so easy right but uh, uh, instead of buying second hand you could you could order what the clothes or whatever you 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 use uh, from from materials to, to um, today most of it is wasted mm. instead of of um, uh, instead of reusing the materials that that uh, that are around, and this is also tra a trend in uh, in uh, transportation. This uh, the Swedish uh, um, what do you call it? Postverket. <laughs> um, yeah, basically the mail mail service. Yeah, the, the mail company. Yeah, the yeah. national mail company. Mm -hmm. They they started actually to buy three D printers. Instead of uh, buying something from China and have it transported half around the, the earth, yeah. uh, you order your thing at the, at the local post office yeah. and they print, they print this thing out. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. so you see, you see that is... for, for like the, the, the kind of 3D printer that everybody can have in their house. I always had a vision of going into the clothing for the day and just like, oh, what material do I want? What style do I want? And I, yeah. I send I send the pattern and I have the material and just stick the old material in and it comes out. And it's yeah. just like, a, you know. Like no. as as needed, right? As needed, but but that is not there yet. Like I have still not seen, you know, the 3D printers for the households. So we can no, no. But this is this this that the the post node does with the 3D printer is actually also a game changer in transportation. Why why transport if you don't need to? So, and a lot of people. Uh, have criticism about this with the 3D printing. I say it, it's just one of thousand little things to try out new ways of transportation or consuming actually. Yes.
Yeah. I have a friend who wrote a book many years ago, ooh, probably 15 years ago, called Future Shop, my friend Dan. And he, and he re- predicted a future where we will not be using you know, monetary exchanges, that it, it really will be like an eBay. Uh, everything will just be, we, we keep trading in, we keep trading in things like things, any, any stuff that we have, and we won't really own. It really will only be a borrowing, lending, rental society. Yeah, yeah. A, 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 a kind of, a kind of block it, a kind of uh, like an eBay, yeah. like a Craigslist. eBay, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but aren't there? There have to be powers that be that are heavily interested in that future not happening, because as you know, there's a lot of money to be made in transport and logistics. Yes. Oh, yeah, and transport and logistics have up till now uh, been considered as a cost. Mm. Uh, not until now, uh, uh, the cost of transportation and uh, the, how it affects uh, companies uh, has been... Uh, looked upon in, in really new ways, new ways. You, um, you, are, you have probably seen the, the enormous uh, hubs for um, transportation where there is no, no people. It's completely automa- uh, out, uh, automatic. My, my prediction for the future is that these enormous hubs, thousands and thousands of square meter of, of um, collecting uh, packages from, from, from one side and distributing on the other side, they will disappear. And what do you do with these houses? Mm-hmm. I don't know because they build a lot of them right now. But of course, uh, Already today, they do what they call sampakning. Um, how to explain that? Instead of uh, like co-packaging, like 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 packaging. Yeah, it's instead of, of yeah. instead of sending instead of instead of filling a container from the Chinese uh, factory. Yeah, and waiting until the the whole container is filled, close the door and send it away to Europe or, or whatever. Right. They, they put everything as it is, straight into the container right. from all, all um, uh, from different companies actually. Mm-hmm. So they can fill up a container that was, took maybe a, uh, a week to fill will fill up instantly, and then they send the, these away, and it, uh, the, the the goods is separated when it reached the the the, the destination. The yeah, destination. That's yeah. a that's a huge thing. Mm. It, uh, it means it means better economy for the producer. Mm. It. it uh, uh, it, it 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 gets 
a lean transportation mm-hmm. in another yeah. way. You don't have to wait. You just right. uh, the goods is coming all the time, you know, right. and right. the the producer can produce on order. Yeah, not for stock. Yeah, they you know. It's changing everywhere, everywhere, in every little detail. The only thing you can detail. count on is change, isn't it, Peter? That's it. It's the only yeah. thing that we can know for sure. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It's changing. 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 You know, I just, I just reread uh, Who Stole My Cheese. Yes. And there are all these little one-liners. It's such a great little, you know, book by, by uh, Kenneth Blanchard. And, and uh, <laughs> you know... You know that he he writes those messages on the wall. The, these as they go through this maze, the, the people, and one of them is move with the cheese, right? Move yeah. with the cheese, and yeah. and that's it. We have to move with the cheese. We have to move yeah. with these cheeses because but, otherwise we'll be left behind, don't we? Absolutely, um, but yeah, uh, the cheese is moving a lot in different directions. In the fast cheese directions, it's it, it it's. Uh, it can be confusing to follow the cheese in transportation today. It, it, this is more like a hot pot. This is more like a cheese fondue, right? Like yeah. it's flowing cheese. This is not exactly. hard cheese. Anymore. Yeah, that's this a good, good, good Flowing cheese. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Well, listen, uh, we're, we're coming to the end of our uh, chat today, but you said you had some predictions. You have messages for the future. Like what, what, other than what you've already said, anything else that we should keep in mind about how, you know, transport and logistics, how much it affects our day-to-day and what we can, what we should keep in mind about that? Yeah, I think, I think the, the, the most important thing is to understand how integrated transportation is with our daily life in, in so many ways. When transportation doesn't work, we have seen in Sweden recently with the, um, uh, with the pharmacies that for logistic reasons didn't get important medicines. Yeah. That we have to bear in mind all the time what transportation is and how actually how beautiful it works most of the time, but what the consequences are when it doesn't work. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good way to end. It's a good way to end today. <laughs> All right, everybody who has tuned in halfway, this is Peter Hook. He's a journalist uh, writing about transports and logistics, which is a very hot topic right now. You're listening to The Boss Lady Speak, and thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. If you liked this episode of The Boss Lady Speaks and if it helped you, make sure to subscribe to get more episodes like these and do share them with others. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.